Welcome to the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast, the podcast that helps you find solutions for your weight concerns that will last a lifetime. You've got this. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss for physicians. I am not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician-patient relationship. This podcast does not replace the need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. Welcome to episode 178 of the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. Thank you so much for joining me. I wanted to talk to you today about how to get started. Now, this is going to be useful for whether you're starting totally fresh. You've been sitting there thinking, I need to figure out something to do with my eating or my weight, and you haven't quite gotten started. This is going to be a super helpful episode for you. But it's also going to be helpful for those of you who may have hit a rough patch. You might be struggling. It's going to give you tips on how to get restarted. And for those of you who are already on your journey and it's going well, listening to this episode is going to help make sure that you don't get tripped up. Make sure that it continues to go well for you. Okay, before we get going, I want to let you know about something that we have going on right now. You can get access to a free trial of some of the exact resources that I offer inside Stress Eating SOS. This means that you actually get access to the online portal and you get access to a portion of the actual materials and resources that I offer inside the program so you can try it out. So you can see how Stress Eating SOS is different, how it takes a totally different approach to managing eating and weight, an approach that actually makes your life better, an approach that creates ease and enjoyment, and is built for lasting weight loss results. And I want you to have an opportunity to try it out. So right now, and this is available only for this week, if you head on over to weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash trial, T-R-I-A-L, you'll be able to sign up and get access, absolutely free access, You can dig around in there, play around, see what's available and try it out for a week and then let me know what you think. Okay, so that's weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash trial. Also, some more exciting news is I'm currently working on a brand new masterclass. So that's a free live training where you can sign up for it. Come join me via Zoom. It'll probably be on Zoom and I can teach you some of my tips and then you have an opportunity to talk with me and ask me questions directly. This topic is going to be about time and losing weight as a busy physician. At the time of recording this, I'm still working on developing the name, but I think it'll be something like how to lose weight as a busy physician. So I'm letting you know to keep your ears open because by the time this is released, you'll start getting emails inviting you to come register for that free class soon. And I think it's going to be really good. So keep your ears open, listen to the podcast. I'll tell you when it's available and then make sure you save your seat when we start inviting you to come register. Because if you've been a physician and you're like, if I wasn't a physician and I actually had time in my day to myself, I'd be able to lose weight. Well, I've got you. This is what I do all day long is I help physicians find solutions that actually work in their busy lives. And I'm going to teach them to you in the masterclass. Not to mention, it's actually what I live every day is how do I manage my own weight? How do I maintain my own weight loss while being a mom of three small kids, while working in a busy family practice, 
while doing all the other things that I do. And so I've got a lot of experience helping other physicians as well as my own personal experience. And I'm going to be sharing it all in this masterclass. So you don't want to miss it. So keep your ears open. Go and register for the trial right now. That's your one thing to do. That's weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash trial. Go register for that. Get access to those free resources that I'm sharing with you. And then keep your ears peeled for this new masterclass because I will be announcing it soon after you listen to this podcast. Okay, guys? All right. And that trial is, it's only available for a short period of time. It's only available for this week. So if you want access, if you want to try it out, if you've been curious, if you've been wondering and you just aren't sure how it could be different or if it's right for you, go check out the trial this week. Do it now. Pause the podcast, go register for the trial, and then come back and I'm going to teach you how to get started. They work really well together. Okay. All right. Let's talk about why this topic. Why now? Maybe you've been listening to the podcast for a long time. You're like, why are we talking about getting started? I've been working on this for a long time. Totally fine. Like I said, you'll get a lot of benefit out of this, but it's kind of becoming spring here. The snow's starting to melt. I'm ready for it to melt faster than what it actually is. I've hit that part of the year. And to me, springs always feel like a fresh start. As well as when we think about classically, what we do with weight loss is January is like this fresh start, like, okay, Christmas holiday seasons are over. Let's just focus down on eating healthy. We often set like some really good intentions for ourselves in January. Then sometimes life gets in the way. So the spring can be a really good time to just kind of touch base and do a fresh start and focus on what we're going to talk about today is where do we make mistakes usually in this and how can you make starting easier for yourself? Because it can be so much easier than the classic way we've been taught to do it. And when you make it easier, then you're more successful. And when you create situations where you can be more successful, it breeds more success. It becomes a cycle, a success cycle that you stay in instead of our usual, what we're so used to with weight loss and and eating issues is we kind of feel like we're stuck in the failure cycle, the weight regain, the yo-yo cycle. We're going to talk about setting yourself up for a different cycle. Now, just as I'm talking about this, I was thinking, even when I planned this podcast, I didn't write it down, but I do have a free program called the Kickstart Program, and it uses very similar content to what I'm going to teach you today in the podcast, but in a little bit more detailed of a free course. And so that is also a resource that you can access. That one is weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash kickstart. And so it would be another resource that I'd encourage you to go get access to so that you can set yourself up for success. Okay. All right. Let's talk about starting. And the way I thought we would start our podcast about starting is talking about mistakes that people commonly make. Because it's really my belief after doing this work for years is the way we start often makes the path harder for ourselves. We start like uphill. (laughs) We create a mountain for ourselves to start with. And it's no wonder that we wear out and we get tired and we get frustrated and sometimes just stop before we even get much of a chance to see results. I think if we're talking about long-term weight loss, we're talking about doing things in a way that is going to be able to be maintained, that you will be able to create as much success as possible, then we need to really find ways of making the whole process simpler. We need to call ourselves out every time our brain wants to make it harder. Every time we slip back into that, I need to struggle type mode, 
we need to call ourselves out and be like, no, that's not the way I'm going to do it. That is not the sustainable way. Maybe the way I've tried for a lot of years, but it's not the way I'm going to keep doing as I move forward. So let's talk about common mistakes. I'm going to give you some tips about how to handle them, how to kind of switch to a different approach. And then what we're going to talk about is how do you actually do it? How do you start? Once we've talked about the mistakes, so you're not starting by making mistakes that will slow you down, then we'll talk about how do you actually start in a weight loss journey? How do you set yourself up for success? What does it look like? And it looks different than what you think, okay? All right, first mistake is we focus on the how first. So if you're sitting there thinking, I need to lose weight, what you may then be thinking is which diet should I follow? How should I lose weight? What do I need to do to lose weight? You know what? And along the same lines as we often think that there is the one way, right? Have you ever caught yourself doing that where you're like, it has to be like this in order for me to lose weight? And so what is the right way? And maybe if you haven't been successful, your mind is like, okay, I just haven't found the right diet yet. And when I find the right how, the right diet, then it'll all be fine. It's not true. There is an infinite ways of exactly how you lose weight that will let you be successful. Let that soak in because I know for a lot of you, your brain's going to resist it. There is an infinite number of ways that you could be successful. Holding on to your mind that it has to be one way does you a disservice because it takes away your ability to problem solve and find unique and new solutions to the obstacles that you come up against. There is an infinite number of ways that you could be successful. That means there is not one specific diet that is the diet that will get you to your weight loss. And that's fantastic, right? Because if we can let go the idea that there's the one right thing, if you were only to find it, you'd be successful. But the fact that you haven't found it means you can't be successful. Notice how that plays out in your mind. If that's the sort of core belief, and a lot of people have that belief, if we can let go of that and be like, there is no one, there's an infinite number of ways I could approach this to be successful. It's a very empowering thought. And what I'm kind of demonstrating to you there is we don't start with the how. When I start wanting to lose weight or just re-get myself back on track if I've been eating more carbs than usual, my mind wants to start with the how. It wants to say, okay, what are we cutting out and what are we focusing on eating? It's never successful. And I've been around the block a decent number of times to tell you I've tried it. It's not successful. What ends up happening when I'm like, okay, I'm going to get back on track and just cut all the crap out. What that ends up happening is I procrastinate a ton. I just keep going thinking, okay, yeah, no, I need to get to that. I need to cut all that stuff out. Because the issue is not with the how, the issue is with the thoughts. So what I demonstrated to you about there's an infinite number of ways to lose weight It's coming up with a thought that makes it easier to choose the how. When you just focus on the how, your mind is going to get all struggly with that how. It's going to just try to wrestle the how to the ground. And then when it seems like it might be too hard, it'll distract you and it'll take you elsewhere. You want to, when your brain focuses on the how, redirect it back to how am I going to think about this? What thoughts do I need to have that will help me take the action moving forward? Start with the thoughts, not with the how. And I, like I said, I still do this where my default brain goes to the, okay, just start cutting this stuff out. And I have to catch it and suggest that it go back to, okay, but what are we going to think about this? How can we think about this? 
Okay, that's mistake number one, just focusing on the how and thinking there's one right how. Doesn't exist. It's freeing when you start to really believe that one right how doesn't exist. Everybody's how is going to look different. And that's fantastic because that's why it can be customized to your life. And that's what I teach in Stress Eating SOS is let's not just try to jam ourselves into somebody else's definition of the perfect diet, the perfect way to lose weight. Let's custom create something around us that feels good because then it's sustainable. So no one how. Let it go. Let that belief go. When your brain focuses on the, what should I be doing? What should I be eating? What shouldn't I be eating? Go back to how do I want to think about it? Uh, Giving power to external forces, which is kind of similar to what I was talking about. It's so deeply ingrained in us that other people know more about our weight loss than ourselves. And I've actually done a podcast about a month or so ago about owning your wisdom in your weight loss. If you haven't listened to it, really go back because we disempower ourselves. We do ourselves a disservice a lot by telling ourselves we don't know about our weight loss, by assuming that person on Facebook knows more about our weight loss than we do. And you may be thinking, okay, Siobhan, you're standing here telling me about my weight loss. Don't you think you know more than I do? And I don't. I know a lot about weight loss in general. I know a lot about how minds work, but my role as a coach is helping you use your own wisdom with my help and guidance to figure out what's actually going to work for you. And that's really the difference between coaching for weight loss versus a diet for weight loss where you're told just do this. So catch your mind when it wants to say, okay, they lost a ton of weight, therefore what they do must work for me and I will just need to follow what they're doing. Anytime we pass our power over to somebody else and we say, you must know more than me, I will just do what you say, it may feel okay for the short term. We may like it for the short term, but it doesn't take too long till it starts to chafe, gets a little uncomfortable under the shoulders. And you end up saying, screw this, I'm not doing it anymore. They don't know what my life is like. I can't possibly follow that when I have weeks like this. All of that sort of thing that we all say to ourselves, me included at times. You want to own your own power as much as possible in all things weight loss related. And it's something that we have not been taught to do. And so it can feel uncomfortable, but the more you practice it, the better it feels and the better your weight loss journey feels. Okay. Don't give your power away to external forces. That's mistake number two. Mistake number three is creating overwhelm. Especially when we're busy, especially when we have a lot on our plates, we're juggling different roles as physicians, parents, spouses, maybe leadership, maybe educators. There's all different things we might be rolling or juggling, not to mention the role of being us as individuals, saying that role often gets forgotten, right? We're juggling all of this. And so it can be really easy when you decide to lose weight, you decide to get started, you decide to make changes in your life to get overwhelmed by them. And the mistake that causes that overwhelm is that thought that everything needs to change at once. The like, okay, now's the time. It needs to happen now. It needs to happen fast. That time pressure that we often start losing weight with, that creates overwhelm. Overwhelm is one of the biggest things I work on with the physicians inside Stress Eating SOS. We as physicians are high achievers. We're generally perfectionists, even when we don't think we are. And what that ends up meaning is we want to do things right. We want to get the A. We want to do it as quickly as possible. And so it sounds great when we're psyched and we're motivated and we're excited about some change and you're like, okay, I'm starting, I'm making change. But the question is, is it still exciting three weeks later 
when you hit that week where you're on call and your colleagues away. So you're doing more time in the clinic and got a stack of forms on your desk and you get a kid that's sick, (laughs) right? The classic weeks like that. Does it still excite you to do all that? More work is not better when it comes to weight loss. Struggling more, doing more, being busier in weight loss does not equate to success. I actually believe the opposite's true. When you can make choices and change from a place of real simplicity, a place of more neutrality and with less drama, that's when it works better because if the decision to eat healthy is as simple as the decision to not eat healthy, then that crazy week I just described doesn't mean you have to eat unhealthy. And if you can even push it further and make it so the decision to eat healthy is easier or more enjoyable than the decision to not eat healthy, makes it even easier on those busy weeks. So don't let your brain tell you everything needs to change, everything has to look a certain way, that your fridge has to be one of those fridges with the nicely labeled meal planning containers where a week's worth of food is laid out. As soon as you think that ideal is what equates success, it will only work while you're able to keep up with that ideal. And it can become very overwhelming to keep up with that ideal. Plus, if you have a week where you're not keeping up, your brain then equates it to, I will no longer be successful. So watch where your brain wants to do too much to lose weight. Watch where it starts to create overwhelm because when you're feeling overwhelmed about your weight loss, chances are, it well, it's overwhelm is always to do with a thought and it's probably something like, I'm not doing enough. I don't have time to do all this. I have to do all this to be successful. It'll be thoughts like that that create overwhelm. So pay attention and watch out for them. And can I give it a little plug for working on living a life with less overwhelm? Overwhelm is, like I said, we work on it so much in Stress Eating SOS, but overwhelm is one of those things that we as physicians carry around a lot. And when you can start letting it go, start catching it and learning the skill of being like, I don't need to feel overwhelmed right now and just letting it go, man, days feel better. (laughs) Overwhelm isn't fun. It's not fun to live in a state of overwhelm. Okay, mistake number four is looking to past experiences or evidence of your future success. This is so, so common. And we've, I don't know if we've been taught to do it as much as it's just kind of a default pattern for our brains is that when you're thinking, okay, I'm going to do this big thing, I'm going to reach for a goal over here. It's a little bit scary. One of the first things our brain does is it goes, okay, how well have we done that in the past? Can we do it? Do we know that we can do it? Your brain doesn't like change. So it would like to stick with things that it knows it can do. However, here's the problem with weight loss is Often when we look to the past, we don't have evidence that we can do it and keep it off because we haven't learned the skills to do that yet. It's by no fault of our own, but we don't have that evidence to tell us, oh yeah, I can do that. Because honestly, if we had that evidence already, like, oh, I can lose weight and keep it off, then it wouldn't be a big deal to start. You'd just be like, oh, I know how to do this. Kind of like speaking of spring, in the spring, when you hop on your bike again for the first time since winter, And it's not like you're thinking, okay, I need to, not sure if I'm going to be able to do this. You have a thought, I know how to do this. I just hop on the bike. That's how I do it. So if you had that evidence, then you probably wouldn't be listening to this podcast. So the skill is not waiting to get the evidence to start. The skill is practicing belief before you have the evidence practicing change and working on your thoughts before you actually have evidence that it's going to work. It takes a little bit of faith. 
That's okay. We do it in other areas of our life. There's lots of areas of our life where we do things even when we don't have evidence that it's going to work. Think of a brand new recipe never done before. Maybe something complex. Now, I know some of you are people that don't like to cook, and so this analogy might not work for you. But for me, I can generally do any recipe And definitely some of them, I'm like, I don't know if this will work, especially like low-carb baking. It's a little bit of a gamble. Some recipes turn out really well, but I've definitely cooked a decent number where I'm like, "Mm, that's not that good. So I don't have evidence that it's going to work out, but I just decide to try anyways. I think that can be a really good approach for your weight loss is you don't have evidence that it will necessarily work, but you can decide to believe things like, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to do it anyways. No matter what happens, I'll figure it out. This is part of the process. There's all different things that you can decide to believe. When your brain wants to look backwards for evidence, just don't buy its story that the past evidence will repeat itself because you're going to do it differently this time. You're listening to this podcast. I'm teaching you all different tools that are drastically different from any other time you've tried to lose weight. If you're a physician, I encourage you to come join us in Stress Eating SOS and get in-depth support to put these tools into your life so that this is a totally different way of doing it than what you've ever done before. So your past experience, your past evidence doesn't count, doesn't matter. All right, along those lines... Number five is waiting to believe, kind of waiting for some permission to believe. Usually when we wanting to start losing weight, we're thinking in terms of, well, I'll see if it works. Well, I'm going to try. Hope it works. Hope I don't fail. I don't know. I might fail, right? Those are often thoughts that we have. And our thoughts, if you listen to this podcast, you know, our thoughts become self-fulfilling prophecies. So if we start without belief, if we start by hedging our bets, It's not going to work. It never, ever works. You have to start with belief. You have to believe first, and then the evidence follows. So check in with yourself on how are you believing? What are you believing about your weight loss? And then intentionally decide to believe. This I love. (laughs) This, when I learned it years ago, this was like groundbreaking for me, is you can believe whatever you want. You can pick a random thought, as crazy as it seems, if you think it's going to serve you, and then just decide to practice believing it. There are no belief police. You do not need anybody's permission to believe. You can just decide to practice. I've done other podcast episodes where we've talked about believing things about yourself, like the Radical Self-Acceptance podcast episode, where I talked about just believing that you're amazing, no matter what, that you're fantastic, that you're doing things exactly right. Take that and think of what it would be like to apply it to starting this weight loss journey or restarting the weight loss journey or powering up your ongoing weight loss journey. If you thought you are fantastic, you are amazing, you are doing it exactly right, you are the person that has all of the wisdom to do this for yourself. Imagine how much easier it would be. And those words and beliefs may feel really uncomfortable if you're not used to saying nice things to yourself. They're so powerful. And honestly, there is no downside to them. By believing about ourselves, by saying nice things to ourselves, we do not take away from anybody else. Nobody suffers when we say nice things to ourselves. If anything, people benefit. But I honestly think the reason to say nice things and the reason to believe in yourself, the reason to have your own back is for yourself because you deserve it. 
You've worked hard. You deserve to have your own back, especially when it comes to feeling more in control of your eating and reaching your weight loss goals. Do it nicely. Have your own back. See what you can create in your life when you approach it that way. It's radically different from the classic way of approaching diets. And it's going to take some tuning up along the way. Totally fine. But decide to believe. Decide to believe amazing things about yourself and your ability to reach whatever goal you want. You could use this for the weight loss stuff that we're talking about today. You could use it for any goal. Go after stuff. Blow your own mind by believing in yourself first. Okay? Oh, I get fired up about that. I love it. I really think, you know, if all of us women physicians could actually truly believe in ourselves and champion ourselves and have our own back, the world would be an entirely different place. I think we often hold ourselves back for fear of being boastful or too big for our britches or something. It's different for everybody that I talk to. We worry that being proud of ourselves, being positive about ourselves poses some sort of risk. And so we hold ourselves back. We shrink a little bit. It shows up in all different areas of our life. It might show up in how you approach your weight loss journey. If you kind of are shrinking into yourself and not wanting to believe and step out and own the amazingness that is you. But it also might show up in things like during meetings, interaction with administration, interaction with more challenging patients. It's a really interesting thing, totally aside, I'm getting a little off topic from today, but a really interesting thing to really notice and see where it's showing up for you in your life. Okay, last mistake we make is thinking harder is going to be better. I kind of touched on this already. Harder is not better. Doing more is not better. Getting more results with less work, better. (laughs) That's what we want to find. We want to find the ease. We want to find the enjoyment. How can you achieve more while putting less energy in because that's how you do this as a busy physician. That's how you get through those crazy, crazy weeks where you don't even have time to go pee, let alone think or get all your meal planning done. You need to have plan A, B, C for whatever happens to let it be as easy as possible, even in those really, really busy weeks. Working harder, struggling may feel like you're doing more for your weight loss, but it is not more sustainable. Letting it be easy is what is sustainable. Now that could be a whole other topic and I have done podcast episodes on that, but really how do you let it be easy? Comes back to that first mistake I said, you think that easy comes from the how? More often than not, the easy first starts with your mind, with your thinking, deciding to let it be easy, deciding to let go of all the extra layers of drama around your food decisions and just let them be simple. It all comes from your thought, not from the actual actions or the food choices that you're making. Anytime your brain wants to get all up in your face about the food choices and how hard it is, pull it back and think about the thoughts. It's always the thoughts. Okay, those are all the mistakes that you can make when you're trying to start. I know that was long, but I really want you to think about what is possible when I want to do this differently. How could I do it differently? What is possible with my weight loss journey this time that I may not have experienced before? Now I'm going to talk to you about how to actually start. What steps do you take? What is involved with lasting weight loss? And I think of the three keys to lasting weight loss. And these are what I teach This is the process inside Stress Eating SOS that we go through and the modules are based on. First is finding food 
and eating in a way that satisfies you because it's not going to be lasting if you're super hungry and wishing you could eat other food all the time. Not going to last. So the first step and the first key to lasting weight loss is choosing a way of eating that's going to satisfy you. Now, specifically when we're talking about how to start, that means you just choose (laughs) and you make your best guess. Where people make mistakes here is they get caught up in confusion or overwhelm. Like, I don't know what's going to work best for me. I don't know if this is too restrictive or too permissive or liberal or all these other things. Confusion and overwhelm make you get stuck. The key here is using a thought that you're just going to start. You're going to do your best guess of what you think will work and you're going to start. Decide how you want to eat that you think you can maintain. I always talk about how you eat to lose weight is basically how you have to eat to maintain. So start with something that you think you can eat for the rest of your life. Don't try and start with this restrictive way of eating that you think you could hang on for a few weeks to get some weight off because that weight is very likely to come back at the end of the few weeks. Start with a way that you think you can maintain, even if that means that maybe the weight's going to be a little slower to come off as you really fine tune it and tweak it, but it's likely going to be more sustainable if you actually like the way you're eating. Groundbreaking, I know, but it's we've been so trained to force ourselves to eat things we don't like and force ourselves to follow ways of eating that don't satisfy us and just hang in there for dear life in order to lose weight. But it basically always results in the weight coming back. So number one, decide what you're going to eat. Don't let yourself get into confusion or overwhelm. If you find yourself being like, I don't know what I should be eating, say, what's my best guess? I'm going to make my best guess. You are not writing anything in stone here. (laughs) So you make your best guess and you try it. I love science experiments. I love choosing to just try something and see if it works. So you try it, see how it works. Then you modify it. You can tweak and shift as much as you want, but you have to get started. Don't let confusion and overwhelm stop you. Okay, so decide what you're going to eat. It's going to look different for everybody. That's why I'm not saying eat this and that, because again, you want it to be something that you as an individual think you will like, that will work with your life, that you think you can get yourself to eat on a regular basis, and that you think will work for your body. Second, key to lasting weight loss is understanding your own eating triggers. So basically learning why you eat what you do. And so for this application, when you're wanting to start, number one, need to work on your thinking, decide to believe first. We talked about that in the mistakes. Just start with belief, lead with belief. It's going to make a big difference. And then you want to focus on your thoughts before your action. Every time your brain wants to go to action of like, I just need to do this or I need to stop doing this, bring it back to how do I think? to make that as easy as possible. How do I want to think about this to make that action happen without all that much effort? And then as much as possible, you want to stay compassionate and curious. So like I said, the second key to lasting weight loss is understanding your own eating triggers. You can't learn about them and understand them and come up with solutions for them if you're beating yourself up about the fact you ate it immediately shuts you down and it makes it so you can't learn from it. You have to stay compassionate about anything, no matter what the eating is, no matter how much, or if you had binges, how big they were, you have to stay compassionate in order to understand and 
really get to know yourself and your eating patterns because that's when you can find solutions that actually work. And then the third key to lasting weight loss, which we're not going into detail on this episode, well, we can talk about it on another episode, is learning the skills of experiencing cravings and emotions without eating. So when you think, how do I lose weight for good? It's eating food that satisfies you so you can stick to it long term. It's understanding your triggers so you can create solutions for as many of them as possible. So you're not always driven to eat and you're not always feeling out of control with your eating. And it's learning the skills of experiencing emotions and experiencing food cravings without eating so that you don't have to be in fear of somebody getting you stressed out and it triggering eating or being in a food environment with a certain food and it triggering cravings. And so what we've talked about today is focused more on the starting side of that, which is deciding how you're going to eat that you think will satisfy you, giving yourself permission that it might change, and then really working on your thoughts to get going on the understanding the triggers piece. So starting with belief, focusing on thoughts before action. Every time your brain just wants to get into the action, you bring it back to how do I want to think about this? How will it be most helpful for me to think about this? And then staying compassionate and curious and from there, taking action. So this is one thing that you don't want to miss out on. Sometimes we get so wrapped up in that I'm just going to work on thinking about this, but you do want to take the step of actually taking action. And if you're finding it hard to take action when you're getting started, it means there's a thought that you need to work through. Maybe you still have a thought that it's going to be really hard. Maybe you have a thought of, I'm going to be really deprived when I start losing weight, or I'm never going to be able to eat the food I like when I start losing weight. If you can't take the action, if you can't get started, there are thoughts that are in your way and it's going to take some compassionate curiosity to really figure those thoughts out and understand them so that you can get going and start taking action that's going to move you forward. But don't let yourself just get stuck where you have all these thoughts about what you should be doing and you find it difficult to actually do. That's a common place for lots of people to get stuck. And if you're a physician and you're stuck there, Come join Stress Eating SOS because I can absolutely help you with that. Learning that skill of shifting from having ideas and thoughts about what to do to actually doing it on a regular basis, even during the super busy weeks, is what we do inside Stress Eating SOS. And along those lines, in case you're wondering, Stress Eating SOS will be opening up mid-April. So a couple weeks from when this episode is released and you're listening to it, you will have the opportunity to come join us. So you might want to start putting that on your calendar. If this episode has been helpful and you are a physician, highly recommend you come join us. It will totally change your life, I promise. And there's actually a risk-free guarantee. I offer a 60-day risk-free guarantee with Stress Eating SOS so you can have access to everything, including all the live coaching calls, getting all the support for 60 days. And if at the end you decide it's not for you, you can get your money back. There is no downside, no risk to coming and joining Stress Eating SOS but it will absolutely change your eating. It will change your weight loss journey for the rest of your life and it will improve your life. I have no doubt when I say that. So consider coming and joining us in uh, mid-April. If you want to get on the wait list, I'm thinking there's going to be some sample trial coaching sessions and stuff that I'm going to offer to the wait list. You can head over to weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash SOS and you can put your name on the wait list so that you get notified as soon as the doors open. But also I try to send some little bonuses out to everybody that's on the wait list as a thank you for waiting on the wait list. Okay. We'd love to see you inside Stress Eating SOS when it opens in April. But remember right now you can access some of the materials with the free trial. 
That's weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash trial. And then I also did mention partway through this episode about the Kickstart course, which is a free online course that you can access that helps you get started losing weight in a way that will actually last. So you can lose the first few pounds in a way that will help lead you to the rest of the pounds. And that one is over at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash kickstart. All right. Have a fantastic week, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.